Whether you're a professional dancer or just started falling in love with ballet dance, welcome to the Ballet Dance Life podcast. Here, we are diving deep into all facets of ballet dance world that cannot be found in a workshop or an audience seat. Every week, you will find new, honest, thought-provoking, inspiring, and educational conversation with top leading professionals of our industry. I'm your host, Jana Komornitska, and I'm honored that you are part of our dance tribe. Hello, everyone. What's up? How are you doing? Are you ready for a new mini episode of uh, Ballet Dance Live podcast? I know that uh, we are right now in so-called middle of dance season, and uh, a lot of dancers are actively participating in the competition. It's already a common practice for them. And uh, some of you may also consider, oh, maybe I should start or try, but I don't know. And there are so many discussions about are competitions good or bad? Do they destroy art? Do they elevate art? Can they serve any growth, real growth and development for dancer? Or is it just another way to get into this self-blaming mode was like oh i didn't win so i may be bad so is it really helping us or is it actually getting on our way of self-belief and encouragement and uh, uh, motivation to actually pursue our goals so that's why i decided it can be a good time to reshare a short part of our uh, interviews julia farid where she talked about her own experience of being a competition participant, as well as her current experience as a teacher mentoring and guiding her students and helping them to figure out this competition uh, life <laughs> and everything that comes with it. And she gave some really valuable and inspiring tips on how you can use competition to really push your growth uh, forward. And by the way, also super excited about upcoming event organized by uh, Julia, where I'll be also part of in June uh, 6 to 7 in Kiev. So everyone who was uh, before complaining that Canada is too far to come and take workshop with me and Pedro, we are going to teach our um, sig- uh, signature workshop about improvisation to drum solo during this event too, right in Ukraine, right in the middle of Europe. So now... <laughs> no more excuses or complaints and in general gonna be super fun and cool event i was just talking recently to julie and the number of surprises she prepares is just absolutely amazing as well as there will be a competition uh, as a part of that event so if someone wants to challenge themselves after hearing such valuable uh, tips from julia here you and I'll include the link in the show notes for more information. So now let's dive in. As far as I know, you also did a lot of uh, competitions as a participant. So how did that happen? <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, um, I started dancing, it was 2004. And my first um, competition was, I guess, 2011. Oh, wow. So, you know, it, it, it passed, actually, yeah, it passed around seven years before I, maybe 2010, so like six, seven years for sure. And uh, when I uh, started attending their competitions, I was already, mm, that's okay, if we speak how it's now, it should be the uh, semi-professional level, amateur semi-professional level, more something like that, like like we distinguish it in Ukraine now. 
And um, when I went to the first competition, I was scared like hell. I didn't say a word to nobody. I didn't say a word to my to my parents, to my students. I simply left to another city. And uh, I took uh, part in that competition and I won it. It was, I still remember, it was two categories, Raksharki and uh, uh, Folklore. Mm -hmm. And I won it. And oh my God, I, I felt like I have wings. And I was like, no, that, but that means that I can do something. I mean, I can, I can continue that way. And, you know, I was not even preparing for that competition. I just simply decided, I decided to push myself. I decided it in a flash, like, okay, next week I'm going there. I, I sent my registration, they accepted. And I was like, okay, I'm going there. Mm. And that was the way how I, how I started going to the competitions. But in general, I took the competitions probably maybe 10, 12 times I see. in all my entire life. So it was not that experience like the dancers have now when they're participating every weekend, you know, they're going and then they're dancing five, six uh, dances in a row uh, in, their, in the competition. So for me, it was like I was going one time in four or five months. And what was really important for me, it was to check who are their judges. Mm -hmm. Because I decided like, okay, I really need to know that I wish to know their opinion of these people. It has to be important for me. That is making some difference with the competitions now, that there are so many. And sometimes if you ask the participant, who are the judges, they will like say, but I don't know. Oh. Because at that time it was rare, but it was, you know, it was something very important. I don't know. It was something like you go to the competition. If you win the competition, it seems all Facebook knows about that. Because now it's there are so many that you cannot you cannot even say how many festivals are in the same weekend, right? Right. Yes. Well, that's very very interesting, and I think very useful to hear for all dancers that competitions can be very great resource to find opinion of people who you care about and who you respect as artists because they're actually there to sit and watch you and pay attention to you. So using competition as a developing an educational tool, like yeah. in your case, I think it's a great thing and many dancers forget about this aspect of competitions today. True, true. I've, I totally agree with you. Unfortunately, it is like that. And when I'm asking my students, for example, why are you going to the competition? This or that doesn't matter. And they're like, oh, just, you know, to perform, to compete. And I'm like, okay, that's good. It's a good point because anyway, you need to perform a lot if you want to be better and better. But what is pushing you to perform in the competition? Okay, you probably, you want to see that you're better or worse than somebody, which is okay. It's another point to speak about because I don't think it's going to be, it can be really like that. But it's some very hard to to compare people with different technique and different um, attitude, mm -hmm. and but it's something else. I I'm asking like, what about the the, the judges? I mean, you should be interested in your way how you want to improve. If, for example, you're going to uh, today on the stage and you know that um, probably you are weak at this point and at this point, maybe it's not that. Um, you're working good with music or maybe the choreography is not strong enough or you made the wrong choice of movements for this music and this attitude and you're asking nothing so you just perform uh you get for example the bad marks you get bad marks from the judges and you are simply leaving 
being upset and you're saying like, oh, it was not fair or uh, I'm so upset, I don't want to perform anymore. And just ask yourself why. And then you need judges for that because that's who are judging you and can tell you like, look, this is not correct. This is better to do in this way or in that way. So this is the way of your self-improvement. So I think this is a, one of the most important parts of the competitions. Mm-hmm. For me, I still remember even when I was winning the competitions, I was coming to the judges and asking what was wrong. And very often I heard the answer like laughing. Like, Julia, you won the competition. What do you want? I'm like, no, it's not that I won. Okay, probably tonight I was a bit better than other girls, but it doesn't make me perfect, right? Mm-hmm. So probably I was doing a lot of mistakes, but there were less mistakes than were done by other dancers. So I guess I should know what I can improve, what I can add to my dance next time. So I will be better next time, not only among these dancers, but for myself. So it's the competition is also... A, kind of the way of uh, cleaning your technique and making your performances better every time that you perform. Well, I really love what you've just said, that uh, you go and ask what can be better even then you won the competition because there is no limits to developing your skills and uh, it's valuable to treat uh, the results uh, uh, the same way. Either they are good or bad from whoever's point of view, because uh, uh, sometimes the failure can also actually be good <laughs> for you as a dancer on the long term. <laughs> and then later you see that, oh, that was failure, I thought, but it pushed me to be better. Yeah. As well as uh, <laughs> uh, if you won and you relaxed, it doesn't really serve you any anymore. So I really, really love the fact that you uh, mentioned that you would go to judges even in the cases that you have won competition like many people would question like what what do you want from us now <laughs> you won yeah yeah like you took your first place yeah <laughs> but it's not about the places at the end it's it's just about the about growing and even every like every dancer uh, performing like we're not machines we're we are live people and when we're dancing on the stage something is really good we do some parts really in amazing way and then some parts we we fail it's it can be or even with the mood like you start with a great mood and then you finish it in another one so it's always good to okay to be or judge for yourself if you are not going to the competitions because you should be your main judge And also the, uh, ask the experts and never be shy to ask the opinion of uh, dancers whom you respect or whose opinion is important for you. It's like, it's never late to, to, stu- to study, yeah? And it's, it's, not, it's no shame to study. It's very good. On the contrary, it's very good. Whatever the level you are, you cannot be perfect. So every time you do something, you have to analyze how you did it, how was your performance and what you can improve and which po- uh, points are really strong. So it's not only about blaming yourself, like, no, this is bad and this is bad. It's also not a good way. But to be a good judge, you know, to see bad and good points and to know what you want to keep next time, but what also you want to change next time. And that's it for today, guys. But before you go away, don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it with your friends. And if you post it on social media, please tag me and our guest because we love seeing who is listening to the podcast. Thanks for being with us and I'll see you next week. Same time, same place.